0: delighted to have you in the podcast where all stories are welcome and the masks come off hello manbir
1: hi sheba good morning
0: good morning it's such a pleasure to have you with me on soul brews with sheba welcome to coffee and soul and thank you so much for making the time
1: thank you so much my pleasure to be here thank you so much for inviting me
0: it's an absolute pleasure, uh, Manbeer. Um, Manbeer, do you have a cup of coffee or tea ready with you?
1: Yes, tea. I'm quite an Indian tea person.
0: <laughs> okay. My
1: cup of tea.
0: <laughs> I so live by
1: tea. You live by
0: tea. <laughs> yeah. So here's to life, Manbeer, and welcome to the show. Yes. So Thank lovely so to much. have you here. Cheers. Ah, oh, yes, the first step. You know, when you talk about the fact that you were a tea person, I grew up in the tea estates in Assam, but when I moved south, I really became focused on coffee. So, so it's very interesting. <laughs> but before we uh, get into more conversations around, may I ask you to just hold your cup of tea in your hands?
1: Yeah, sure.
0: And if you can just nestle it between your palms, lean back and relax. Let the warmth seep in, into your hands. Tell me if something comes up for you. Anything that you might see or hear. Now, whenever you're ready.
1: So what comes up for me is, um, I see sun actually. Mm. So warmth and light of sun. Mm-hmm. Kind of sun, which is not sharp and piercing. It's mm. rather warm and light is soothing. Mm. So, and I'm soaking in that, in that sun. That's, that's what I see actually as an that's, image.
0: That's beautiful, Manbir. You can open your eyes whenever you're ready. Thank you. Lovely. What does this kind of a sun, the mellowness of the sun as you talk, what does it mean for you? What does it do to you?
1: I'm still holding that cup actually. I'm still feeling that actually. Mm-hmm.
0: Be there. So as what does it be yeah. there as long as you need to?
1: I think it 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 resonates with me at a lot of levels, Shiba actually.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One is uh, when I say warmth, it's love. Mm-hmm the word love is very close to my heart Mm. so and I use that word a lot Mm. so that's what it means to me and another thing which uh, when I talk about sun is uh, optimism Mm. I'm a die-hard optimistic person (laughs) Mm. (laughs) so I guess you know when I was in that state of needing that warmth it was combination of love and uh, optimism Mm. Mm. yeah that's that's the space I think that space is in
0: that's beautiful you also reflected on the fact that the sun is not strong or sharp or anything it's warm and soothing and I think you 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 know you elucidated the difference between the that very uh, very it was very interesting
1: yeah, because when I was going deeper into that state mm. and I looked up and saw the sun mm. and it kind of felt like, is it harsh? Then it, that thought came. No, it's not that harsh in a moment of maybe one o'clock in the afternoon or two o'clock in the afternoon when sun is really, really sharp.
0: Mm.
1: It's like morning sun, mm. which is warm, which is not very sharp.
0: Mm. Yes. That's beautiful. And especially in our Indian summers, we have <laughs> a lot of the sharps. Yeah. Sun. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this, yes. this, After
1: 11 o'clock, yeah, it's very sharp.
0: Yeah, I know. No. Yeah. That was beautiful, Manbir. Thank you so much for sharing it and for yeah. Yeah, breathing into it. And this brings me very nicely to the next, uh, my next question. Looking at love and this warmth and building up from there, tell me about your journey, your life, you know. How, how has it been? What has been the journey like? What have been some of your ups and some of your low points, hmm. the key learnings? The idea is really to keep looking at what have been some of the defining moments, the key learnings, how did you move? You know, just, just share that with, with me and the people who will be doing this conversation as well.
1: So I came to my parents' life after six years of the marriage. And you can understand, um, you know, how desperately they wanted <laughs> the wanted child at that point of time. So I guess uh, the journey starts from there. I have been, uh, you know, uh, that wanted kind of a, you know, uh, eldest child in the house. And um, I have been very close to my father, actually. Mm. have a very deep relationship, wow. I think, uh, soul-to-soul relationship with him. Mm. And he has been one of my uh, oh, wow. heroes of life till now.
0: Hmm.
1: I still look up to him for many things, actually speaking. So that's how my journey started. Grew up in Punjab, uh, got educated there in Amritsar. Got married very early. Mm-hmm. So oh, the, how, old, how
0: old were you? We okay, early?
1: so that's... <laughs> so I was 23 when I got married. Actually, yeah. So, you know, so um, born and brought up in Amritsar started my job immediately after my uh, graduation at 19 years. Mm-hmm. So I was only 19 when I started oh. working and um, so th- before that marriage I think uh, my life was all good things in life types you know uh, in, in a family which is mm-hmm. uh, which is very loving family parents which are very caring and at the same time uh, I would say protect a lot of protection. It was a very protected environment, a nuclear family and protected environment. So, and suddenly I get married and it was an arranged marriage and no. um, I come to Delhi. So no. coming from smaller city to Delhi and I was working in a bank at that point of time. So I immediately got transferred to the branch here. So started working in, working in here. No. So this is like uh, a kid who get exposed to the real life. Yeah. Many people get that exposure when they go to hostels and all that. And I have never been to hostel. Mm -hmm. So I think this was my first exposure to real life on the floor.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So it was one of the defining moments and I have a lot of them. So this was really one of them. Mm -hmm. I think Delhi was a cultural shock to me for many things. It was not at internet era I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about 99
0: yeah Yeah.
1: yeah. so it was not the internet era so Mm. you know so immediately you have to perform at work within 15 days or 20 days of my marriage I was at work actually so you know you have to perform Um, I was leading um, retail operations in a bank in a branch so it's a lot of expectation how to talk to a customer there, Delhi customers were they, very, different mm. than the Punjab customers. We were mm. very close-knit kind of a banking environment there and here people were very professional, mm. you know, things are very, very different here. Mm. Mm. So I guess a lot of things um, I learned there, a lot of things. Yeah, that's, uh, that's how, you know, my, my journey in the metro city started and I got, got my, um, my only childish noor. you know, my son. So yes, uh, I got him, um, Again, very early. So it's third 13 months of my marriage. So we, we got him. Again, that was another defining moment of my life because um, here I was a child uh, around almost one year back mm-hmm. and totally pampered and protected by parents, and suddenly now I'm on, on my own, and now I have a life to take care of. Yes, my God, huge
0: transition, huge yeah, transition.
1: So those transition happened that may look like you know, I'm making it up or it looks filmy, but for my life, who somebody who didn't see a child at home and you know it was a big big thing for me mm. Mm. so it was a good feeling to be mother mm. but it was not a dramatic Bollywood kind of a feeling oh my oh my god you know I'm kind of totally full of Mamta now that motherlyhood and you know mm. no nothing like happened nothing like mm. that happened mm. And there was a moment I was doubting my capabilities. Was like mm. You know, in all Bollywood movies, it shows that, uh, you know, when when you have a child, yeah. you suddenly have that kind of feelings, yeah. but nothing like that happened. Mm. So here there's an ambitious woman in me who was worrying about career. Of course. There's uh, another practical side of me who was worrying about how to take care of this life. What, mm. What's going to happen now? Mm. So, mm. We didn't know how to hold him and all that, all that yeah. typical stuff. So yeah, so uh, he, he uh, definitely brought in a lot of joy uh, for us as a couple, but at the same time, I think a lot of responsibilities happened mm. at that point of time.
0: Mm. And a mm.
1: lot of inner shaking up happened. A mm. lot of inner shaking up happened at that mm. point of time. Mm. One thing which I guess um, as a society um, and I was trained on was uh, attaching our ad- identity to the work Mm. and i think i did that shiba for a long long time Mm. so if Mm. i was a branch manager who that is who i was Mm. so then i started attaching my identity to my relationships being a mother being Mm. a wife Mm. i was still doing that Mm. now it's i'm talking about all this in hindsight actually Mm. Mm. so i left my job for some time a couple of months and okay. realized that uh, I mean sat at home, mom, but uh, realized that um, was not was not satisfied with life. Yeah. That brings me to another point that uh, I always recognized my emotions mm. even mm. before knowing these words as a coach and you know whatever I'm doing right now. Mm. I think I was always in that space where I recognized that I'm not happy here. Mm.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: i w- I was not kind of putting it putting it away those feelings not putting it under the carpet no. mm-hmm. i was really upset mm-hmm. i'll acknowledge that mm-hmm. i was really upset
0: mm-hmm. that i'm not happy mm-hmm. then
1: um, you know me and my husband sat together we discussed and i decided that i'll uh, i'll start my working again and mm-hmm. uh, you know we'll uh, Put him in daycare so uh, so that's how i started working with so you. how long did this
0: did you take this how long was this? almost of-
1: eight months eight to nine months yeah, yeah. so um, i started working with the uh, you know that's how my second phase of my career started in fintech industry hmm. there was a um, small company who required somebody from banking experience for banking implementation banking product implementations
0: mm-hmm.
1: and my second uh, phase of career and i i would say the best maybe the, the better than the banking phase. <laughs> <laughs> One of the really, really good phases of my career started at that point of time.
0: Mm. So
1: so these were a couple of defining moments. And um, then I uh, worked in FinTech for a long time, moved cities, uh, have, have stayed in Bangalore, Mumbai, um, you know. So, yeah, so, I mean, the, the attachment to my identity towards my work and my relationship carried on. Mm. So, and um, with my optimism i'm just bringing in that yeah, yeah. so there becomes a that becomes a challenge also sometimes because um, i wanted to be the best mother i wanted to be the best employee i wanted to be the best wife and uh, i think i didn't think about myself at that point of time for yeah. a, lot of, a lot of many years and um, kind of trying to balance it, typically yeah. how how every every woman i think would go through that so did that did that balancing act for uh, for many years and um, Uh, now my son is in college and that was another, I'm just fast forwarding forwarding it to uh, Mm. a couple of years back when he started his college. That was another, uh, you know, um, very, very precious moment in my life because uh, that again shook me up Mm. 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 because I was working, Mm. but I think in my mind, majority of my identity was kind of attached to my figure as as his mother Mm, mm. and suddenly he leaves for college Mm. and um, i'm kind of you know thinking about who am i Mm. it's not that i'm not working and i have a lot of free time no Mm. but still inside me it's all Mm. inside story
0: Mm.
1: my days are equally busy Mm. but inside i i really felt again you know that shaking up Mm and i think that those few months has been very very reflective journey for me mm. a lot of people i'm um, i'm in gratitude to a lot of people who supported me in that time and um, helped me sail that so called difficult time because i was in emotional turbulent uh, sure. stage sure. Sure. so and that's where i realized this one thing that i'm i'm attaching a lot of my identity to my roles mm. I won't say that you know I'm um, I've stopped doing that but I think a lot of awareness has uh, has come on that particular front and um, you know now I, I see myself when I don't do it and when I do it
0: oh, that's beautiful uh, when, uh, when you don't attach yourself to any of your identities and you've yeah. got many you're you know, accomplished coach you're an author you've written some phenomenal books you're a mother you're a wife you're a, a parent to your ch- to uh, a, a, a child to your parents taking care of them when all this falls away who is moving? the word first word is
1: explorer hmm. that's the word which comes to mind immediately hmm. explorer and Love are two words, which is, I don't know how, how do I define love and all that, but ah, um, yeah, really. but explorer, explorer is, and also the third, I think it's, it's part of explorer only the doer. I'm mm. quite of a doer.
0: Mm.
1: So when other people around my inner circle will kind of say, okay, we can't do anything here and blah, blah, blah. So I think I'll pick up all the, whatever is available at that point of time and start working on things. Mm whether they are on personal front or professional front. Mm. So so I guess, you know, uh, in that particular stage, I think I'm an explorer, doer. Yeah. And somebody, uh, why I'm saying love is somebody who expects love and, you know, would like to give love also. Yeah,
0: Yeah, you can be a lover of life, lover of beauty, lover of people. Uh, How do you knit these three things together to make a sentence? Explorer, doer, Mm. lover... Love, how do you define, how, how do you?
1: I'm an explorer who do
0: things with love. <laughs> wow, wow. I love it. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? That's so powerful, Manila. Yeah, yeah. That's so beautiful. That's so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And now you also spend some time in writing, you know, you've written two books, right? Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit more about that. How did you, how did that happen for you? What made mm. you become an author? I started practicing
1: uh, coaching almost 10 years back. Yeah. So in 2010, I, I left 2010, end of 2010, I left my corporate career. And start of 2011 is where I started on my own.
0: And what drove you to coaching before I get into
1: yeah Yeah. <laughs> um, see, uh, in, in, uh, in, I think uh, in corporate careers, you reach uh, sometime a place where you think that, um, you know, you've done enough and nothing new is coming up that is one it's, it's a mix of thing maybe the intersection of that came out as a coaching um but one was that um, you know I, I have done enough of work and um, i'm not doing anything new here now mm. although i loved my job at that point of time you
0: know
1: mm. i loved working in the role where i was wasn't and the second was, you know, at that point of time, I got introduced to, um, I come from business side, Shiva. I don't come from HR side. Mm. So uh, typical business side, business analysis, RFPs, pre-sales, you know, a lot of those things I've done. And um, here in in the role, you know, in the last uh, organization where I worked as an, as an employee, a full-time employee, so I, I got exposed to behavioral stuff you know, in, in the role which I was working on competency frameworks and, um, you know, building those competency frameworks, success plans, I, I got intrigued. So this kind of, you know, started um, attracting me. I didn't know about coaching at that point of time. So, and um, the third, I don't know, maybe I think that uh, we were going through that era, there's a lot of entrepreneurship buzz was going on. So you know there was a there was a, that was a time in you know uh, doing something on on our own was kind of you know becoming like everybody was talking about that mm-hmm. um, so i think intersection of those three things i thought um, i'm at a stage where uh, you know i can i can pack my bags and um, explore something new mm-hmm. so one thing as i said you know i am die hard optimistic and which mm-hmm. is sometimes a challenge also um, you know one thing uh, is 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 there uh, in all my exploring so called ventures is when i decide something then i don't look back yeah. at that point of time yeah. then i kind of you know make it happen i struggle and make it happen i yeah. sail through that particular time so um, i didn't know about coaching and i thought i want to do something with um, fulfillment at work happiness at work development at work you know those were the words at my, mm-hmm. in, my uh, in my vocabulary mm-hmm. so when I left my job, I kind of uh, start explore, started exploring. Uh, I started working on employee engagement programs. Okay. Uh, and um, during those times, I came across the word coaching. I understood more. I went through my certificate. I mean, courses, not certifications that time, but courses. And I, I loved it. I oh. enjoyed it so much. I continued coaching as one of the offerings at that point of time. I was doing a lot of employee engagement programs, uh, had alliance with the um, you know, people like ergonomical uh, physiotherapist, meditation people. So mm. a lot of things I was doing for corporates. My first client for engagement programs were Dell, actually. So, oh, you know, so that was, uh, yeah. So yeah. so so it was a good experience. But somehow, you know, I mean, um, the more I did coaching, the more I loved it. Mm. It it just felt inside, so at home while doing coaching mm. that uh, I thought I found my love. So I kind of, uh, you know, left doing engagement programs uh, because a lot of operational stuff was involved in Mm -hmm. doing, uh, you know, employee engagement programs. Um, So started digging deep into coaching and that's how my full-time coaching journey started uh, Mm -hmm. almost 10 years back now. Yeah, and um, coming back to books, uh, um, in my journey as a coach, you know, I felt, not everyone can hire a coach. Mm. You know, not everyone has access or have resources you know, to a coach. At the same time, a lot of gyan is available. A lot of knowledge is available. Mm. So mm. I always feel that you a know, lot of knowledge is available. People have an intention to grow. People have an intention to do good to themselves, to their teams, to the organization. Mm. But there is a gap. I may not be able to define that gap as of now also. But my intention always is to fulfill that gap also. Mm-hmm. there is an intention but still the impact is not what people intend for. So mm-hmm. there is a gap yeah. and at the same time a lot of knowledge is is there it's mm-hmm. flowing there, free flowing mm-hmm. there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So my books come from that intention to bridge that gap
0: mm-hmm.
1: and how can I make it more So I said you know' I'm, that's my strength doing is my strength. So if you look at my books you know they are You know, it's um, more from that, um, you can call it frameworks and all that stuff, but they're more from what can you do today?
0: So what is doable? Your focus is on what is doable. What
1: is doable? What is actionable? You know, Mm -hmm. inspiration, Uh, of course, you know, inspiration, 15%, but then taking action is 85% of, uh, Mm -hmm. of the component of my book. That's how I define. And I mean, that's how my intention is when I
0: write books. Sure, sure that's uh, that's fabulous and your last book was uh, how how to get your next promotion right i mean the title is uh, get your next promotion. get your, get your next promotion that's right and now you're doing a lot of work around that as well isn't it? i mean so uh, you
1: know my work is majorly executive coaching mm-hmm. but this book was written for uh, mid-management people who are looking to become you know who are wanting to become executives mm-hmm. but feel stuck so, you know, and they know all good things, you know, what, what is required.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that's, uh, you know, that's the gap, you know, I wanted to bridge. Absolutely,
0: and I think that there's such a, such a need for that. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people are finding that, that space that you're filling up very, very useful for them. Thank you. So, uh, Manbir, uh, coming back, I'm, I'm sure there are a whole lot of other things you want to do in, in the course of life. As you explore doing with love, so <laughs> I'm I'm there are many many things that are going to mm. that are going to come up for you as your next steps Not yeah. if, um, if I ask you what uh, what have been some of the key you, you spoke about your dad some key influences in your life or influencers
1: so very difficult to pinpoint a mm. couple of them I think, uh, as as I said, you know, my dad has been one of the Mm. biggest influence on me. Mm. Um, My son, I would say.
0: What about Ishnur? What about your son? What is it that he brings up?
1: So, um, you know, as a coach, you know, um, one of the things we required is to be non-judgmental. And he taught me Mm. over so many years. So he he is my coach at home actually speaking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, he, he'll say that, uh, I mean, uh, many occasions, you know, if something happens, Mama, uh, is it coming from your judgment? I mean, the way he asks questions sometimes is like, you know, really mm-hmm. connect you to your deeper self. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so uh, I think uh, he, he has been one of the big influences and uh, teachers in my life, I would say. Sure. So, you know, um, I mean, whenever, you know, I I... I have been in my job also if I had a tough day at work or something with my boss or colleague. So I used to discuss with him when, even when he was younger. So, you know, if he don't have anything to say, he will make me feel loved. He have always made me feel loved at that point of time. I think that's what I needed at that point of time. So his capability to give love unconditionally is really, really something to learn which I think, which I still have lots to learn from him on that front. Mm. He just gives unconditionally. Mm.
0: Mm. So,
1: yeah, I think that in in all his relationships. So he has been a big, big teacher, uh, Mm. you know, on that front. A lot of other people, actually. So one of the things, you know, which I always, uh, always say that, you know, I think there's a possibility to learn from everyone, you know. Um, So, I mean, all my relationships, all my things. It's not like you know. I mean, I I don't have arguments with people that like, you know. I don't have uh, everything is there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I guess you know, um, my my habit is to reflect on what can I, what can I learn from this this person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that has gone in my habit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I always look forward to what can I learn, and that's where exploring also comes in, Shiba. Mm-hmm. because um, my exploring strength. Yeah. Tells me that you know this is where you can explore here. I mean, I have a lot of people who have touched my life. You know, I I would have loved to name few of my bosses. So who have really, really one of them. You know, I, I really admire is um, a lady called Sujata Mohan She was uh, my boss in um, Iflex in Mumbai. So he, mm-hmm. she, she really, you know, was, I mean, in her own way, she brought out my best in those times when I was struggling uh, to you know, to work uh, with, with, I think, uh, around four year child and all that balancing home and you uh, know kind of in, in those kind of room where you are the only women and with 90 men or mm-hmm. 60 men. So that kind of typical FinTech yeah. environments, banking product implementation environments, I guess, you know, she's supported as a role model. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, in, in her verbal feedbacks and um, you know, in the way she supported so really, really has inspired me on multiple, multiple ways. I would say
0: that's
1: yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's so wonderful to look back and and you know give gratitude to the people who yeah. have uh, who have built us. You know, little by little, yeah. in yeah. ways that perhaps unfold for us later yeah. in life yeah. and uh, when we look back. And uh, yeah. is there a uh, is there a adage you live by or like a metaphor for life that you have that has stood you through? time every time the chips are down there's something you fall back on let me let me think about that that there's no rush as you can see
1: (laughs) see um somehow i i relate a lot to metaphor of butterfly Mm. for me so i guess you know the things which i'm mentioning explorer love that warmth i don't know somehow i see all these all those things in a butterfly yeah i mean that uh I relate a lot to to butterfly actually as as a metaphor of my life.
0: Mm. And so, what does the what does this metaphor mean for you as a butterfly? Are you talking about it turning from a caterpillar to a butterfly or a butterfly per se? What, what?
1: Butterfly per se, actually speaking. Butterfly per se. You know, I'm 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 relating it now to to the word called choices, mm-hmm. explorer and choices also. So Butterfly has a choice and freedom at the same time. Mm -hmm. And she balances that, the choice of freedom. So I think all of us have that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I I know I've used it, and sometimes I've not used it. Because I might be thinking about other people, about circumstances, about my roles. But that choice of freedom has always been there inside me. That's how I relate to to Butterfly. And... um, and also, you know, um, when butterfly sits on a flower, so the relationship at that point of it is is near love. Near love. So I think, you know, in all my relationships, whether it's it's a you know, personal relationship or even a professional relationship with my work, you know, internal relationship, relationship of myself with work, with the work I do, I think when I feel that love, When I feel that oneness, I am in my happy stage. Mm -hmm. I'm at my happy stage. And there are moments when I don't feel that. I'm not at my happy stage. Mm -hmm. Something inside me, I still uh, would be doing the work. I still would be, you know, carry on with those relationships. Doing with, you know, kind of my responsibilities and all that. But I think coming from responsibility uh, is, is is something which is not fully aligned with me doing something with love is fully aligned, even when I'm saying that, Shiva.
0: Mm.
1: You know, when I'm saying doing something with la- uh, love is something which which gives me peace, which tells me that I'm aligned in that space. Mm. So all those things I relate to the metaphor of butterfly. And I think butterfly is not limited, mm. not limited to the limits. Mm. And I have been like that. I, I have been, that's what the word explorer also, I have been like that, you know, so I would never want myself to be limited, to be caged. And um, so whenever I felt that there would be a rebel in me who would kind of, you know, um, uh, could uh, will do some activity and um, will set myself free at that point of time. At the same time, I will not expect anybody else to Make me free at that point of time. And mm. that's where the doer comes in. I'll, I'll set myself free on my own. As a butterfly, when it doesn't work, you can flit away. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And
0: the yeah, freedom, so of the me. lightness of being.
1: No? Yeah. Lightness. And that lightness only comes mm. with those moments when I'm saying that, you know, I'm, I'm feeling aligned with love and, um, you know, uh, with hope and optimistic uh, space. So that's where it comes in, actually speaking. And I'm aware of that space. I think mm-hmm. that awareness is there and I may do other things in, in my life, but I'm aware that you know that, that's not my happy
0: space and the other one is my happy space. Well, that's very beautiful. It's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now, whenever we talk, I will always think of the butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> so bringing that, uh, to life for me. So there is,
1: uh, there is a sticky on my desk. which has a small symbol of butterfly.
0: Uh, uh, That's
1: a reminder to me, actually speaking. Uh, It's just in front of my desk, actually.
0: It doesn't let you get heavy. It doesn't let you get heavy.
1: Yeah, there are moments when I need this reminder. And Mm. this small crude picture which I have drawn, I'm not very good at drawing, is kind of a reminder to me at that particular moment that uh, this is who you are. Let yourself free at this point of time. That's
0: beautiful. That's beautiful. And thank you so much for sharing that, uh, sharing that with me and my view- viewers. My pleasure. Uh, okay, so Manbir, looking at that, is, is there anything in your life do you feel you could have done differently?
1: Difficult question. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: That's why it's it's a the last, is it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mm. I can't let you no. off the hook that easily but you're a part of my you <laughs> <conflict. laughs> away um
1: I don't think so actually
0: and I don't mean it in the sense of regret yeah I just mean it in the sense of a reflection or a learning
1: yeah yeah
0: blameless discernment
1: yeah <laughs> I don't think so when I when I look at my life I guess you know a lot of things are have happened and not so good things uh, when I'm when I'm remembering because when you ask this question your mind go to not so good things right mm-hmm. happy things we all want in our life mm-hmm. those moments we don't want to let go away those moments so I guess you know in hindsight everything is has worked out for me in the way it should have worked out for me ideally so I won't say that I, I don't have any grudges towards, you know, some circumstances or people. No, I have.
0: Mm.
1: But at the sa- same time, I think those relationships, those situations mm. have helped me to grow, Absolutely, have helped me to realize who am I? Even, uh, you know, mm. when I was in corporate, you know, I was kind of uh, in that daily that thing, you know, mm. that race, you mm. are, you're coming to office, you're working for 12, 14 hours Mm. and um, going back. So I think all those things also, I was not an aware person at that point of time. But even that unawareness, I guess, being aware of that unawareness is also a great learning. Mm. That has done a great thing to Mm. me, to who I am right now. I won't think, you know, I'll change. Yeah,
0: I'll I'll change anything. Being aware of the unawareness itself is a Great thing. Yeah. 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 Manbir. I believe every individual has a unique something that they have to offer mankind. Not nobody else is Manbir Kaur, right? What is your unique gift to people, to all of us? What is the unique lens you bring that nobody else does because it's you?
1: So it's a combination of uh, optimism and doing. So optimism, not only for the sake of getting inspired, you know, going to a motivational speaking session for 20 minutes and uh, you get inspired and all that. That's okay. But if you're not deriving anything actionable out of those 20 minutes, then I think it's not worth it. It's not worth of having your 20 minutes there. Mm -hmm. So that action may not be immediate. I think my gift is, um, I, I call it my superpower is basically that combination of that doing with optimism is something yeah is my superpower i am a doer I, I kind of you know any situation you know i i don't accept you know uh, things easily if i have to change things so i, I kind of keep trying keep trying and uh, you know make a way there wonderful what else
0: would you like to say before we close any message for people who are on a similar journey such as you or um, people who are starting out, what would you like to say to them?
1: I think, of course, you know, uh, as I said, doing things are very important. Many people feel good in that space. That yeah, but if we don't take action, whether it's uh, not only professional action, I'm saying, even in your personal space, we're waiting for tomorrow to take action. We're always waiting for tomorrow. That you know, um, even small things like that. You know, I have to express. Um, love to my loved one I'll do it I'll do it on my anniversary I'll do it on the birthday I'll do it on you know some 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 that good day I guess uh, expression of love is very important very very important yeah so you know and that's where you know I, I use it this word as a, now I'm talking about love but you know if I if I talk in the professional language about success taking charge of your own success i mean this may look like unrelated but they are related you know you're taking charge and expressing love you're taking charge and moving on on your success don't uh, don't give these rights to other people you know own your own success own your own path and that path may have curves and turns those those are not somebody else it it may look may you know sound like little philosophical but uh, you know, when, when that curve is there, when the turn is there in that uh, hilly area, if you don't take action, mm-hmm. you will not be able to take that turn.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: can't take that turn on the cruise uh, on the cruise control of the car, right? Cruise mode of the car.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You have to take ownership and make that turn. And that turn is very important in your life. whether it's personal life or professional life. Mm-hmm. The turn is very important. Mm-hmm. Taking charge of that t- know, your acceleration, your velocity, your movement at a time is very important.
0: Wonderful. That is really powerful, Manbir. And thank you so much for sharing that with uh, with um, with all of us. Um, You never know who it's going to impact uh, uh, whoever's listening to this and how much perhaps they need to hear it right now. Thank you you so much for your time. It's been wonderful talking to you and uh, and for making the time for for this Soul Brew, I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation, Manbir. And all the very best to you as you journey on.
1: Thank you, Shiva. Thank you so much. It was wonderful being here with you today. Thank you so
0: much. It's a pleasure. Take care of yourself. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you for your time and attention, and for being a part of Soul Brews with Shiva. Until next week. Keep the coffee swirling